0: back to the Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined, as always, by Glenn Ennis
1: Jr.
0: And Matthew Souza. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, guys? It's I'll been two what's weeks. Going
1: on. It's been two weeks. We took a one-week hiatus. We took a Pro Bowl vacation. Yeah. Just like many of um, you know NFL superstars did this past weekend. But this is the Super Bowl, and we don't take time off for the Super Bowl.
2: Although you should, like, the Monday following. It should be a holiday. Right. But it's not.
0: I'm pretty sure that the day after the Super Bowl has, like, the highest, uh, like, sick day call-out total out of any other day of the year, but, like, it's not even
2: close. Hmm. I believe a lot of people getting sick yeah um well now they actually might if they all get together right
0: (laughs) I actually saw a headline on my phone yesterday from like like a news thing it said Super Bowl parties and COVID-19 is it worth the risk I was like no (laughs) no it's not worth the risk I think Craig would literally die you can literally die
1: so um, one thing that's crazy happened about the Super Bowl, and I just want to get this out of the way real quick. I said I believe like every state or something picks two healthcare workers to go to the Super Bowl, um, um, from that state, and small world. Now, obviously, my fiance being a healthcare worker, Susie, your girlfriend as well, they didn't get picked.
2: Imagine they both did, right? I didn't know that was a thing,
1: but who did get picked? was one of Chelsea's best friends from work, uh, Jessica. And she's going with another nurse from Charlton. And it's just them two. Wait, what? Yeah. Paul River got all of Massachusetts' picks? I don't know if it's the whole state or I don't know if it's the region. Maybe I just made that whole thing up. But they got
2: picks. Uh, Maybe. I haven't heard of it. That's Um, crazy.
1: Yeah, and it's like all expenses paid. They just go down for Super Bowl weekend. They go to the Super Bowl, stay in the hotel, Whatever. Do they even care, though? That's the thing. You know, it's like, I'm kind of glad Chelsea didn't get a pick because I would be fucking heated. Yeah. <laughs> she, she would be able to go and I'm sitting at home diddling my dick while she's enjoying a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Um, yeah. But, yeah, shout-out Jess real quick. Um, that's crazy. And I hope she enjoys it. And I know her boyfriend, Devon, is probably pissed off that he doesn't get to go. It's literally <laughs> yeah, just um, we'll, Like, you we'll can't bring anybody on the else. Right. So, um, that's crazy. Uh, what else is crazy is what happened in championship weekend and the AFC and NFC championships. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll start with the NFC championship, the first game. Packers and Bucks. Susan, mm-hmm. what happened?
2: I'll tell you what happened. Tom Brady pulled it out. Did he? Mm, actually, he kind of. Now, I actually watched this game in full. All right. I haven't really been seeing all of the games in its entirety, but this one I did, and I picked the Packers to win, and I was wrong. Yeah, you were. But, I mean, they kind of should have won. They had every opportunity to win, and Tom Brady gave them every opportunity to win by throwing three picks ever since Glenn said they had it locked in or or something. (laughs) That's a side story. But, (laughs) um, yeah, three picks, and some of them were just freaking – Hiya's that Craig would uh, would blame Josh Allen for doing to call him a full diaper. Tom Brady did that, and they were intercepted. And but at the end of the game, when Rodgers just had to score a touchdown at the goal line, or I don't know, like first and goal. That's I don't know what yard line. You know? And uh, they needed eight points, I believe. And uh, they couldn't do it. Three straight plays to Devontae Adams, close every time. They kick a field goal, gave it to Tom Brady to trust their horrendous defense, I guess. And uh, they couldn't do it. But they couldn't hold Tom Brady to uh, to four downs, and that was it.
1: With a big pass interference call that gave them the game-winning first down. Yeah. It was pass uh, interference. Anybody who says otherwise is, hey, the rest were not come at all game, and then they're going to throw a flag down. It's true. They weren't calling it all game. There was was a lot of hand checking, a lot of hand fighting. It was playoff football, but when it comes down to brass tacks, it was pass interference.
2: Yeah, Yeah. and if he wasn't being dragged, he probably would have caught the ball anyway.
1: On a related note, where I want to
0: build off of what you just said, Glenn, I saw some people chirping on Twitter after the game saying, oh, here goes Brady getting bailed out again by a flag. All right, listen, dude. Look, bud. Like you said, Glenn, in the ultimate scheme of things, do I think that flag should have been thrown? No, based on how they were calling the rest of the game. I don't think it should have been thrown. Was it pass interference? Yes. Okay. But to the people that say, oh, yeah, dude, Tom, that's the reason why uh, Tampa Bay won. No. Green Bay had plenty of opportunities. They did to come down and score. Not only did they pick off Tom Brady three uh three times. Only one of those resulted in a touchdown uh or was it a field goal? It was a touchdown, right?
2: They did end good. up kicking a field goal at the end, but I think they scored a touchdown too. Right?
0: But they but I'm saying they scored a touchdown off of
2: No, as a result of the Oh, yeah, as saying. a result of Tom
0: Brady throwing of throwing those picks. Um and then the other two times they got the ball to, like their own 40 and then their drive fizzled out credit to the bucks defense uh but also they had opportunities to win the game so anybody coming around with that garbage i just i i hate when people do that when they're like oh well this this call is the reason why they lost the game no it's not just like the call against Saint, the saints a few years ago where it was clearly pass interference and it should have been pass interference call The Saints still got the ball first in overtime in that game, and they could have scored, but Drew Brees threw a horrendous pick. So was it a contributing factor? Yes, but it was not the reason why they
2: lost. You're speaking my language, man. I like that. I try. On on top of it all, real quick, not only did they fail to score, but they gave Tom Brady a last-second touchdown to end the half. If that didn't happen – The whole game changes. Yeah, it's like me playing Madden. (laughs) Here's the difference of that NFC
1: Championship game. You want to talk Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. You want to talk Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Green Bay Packers as a team. The biggest difference, I'm going to tell you what it was right here. Bruce Arians, Matt LaFleur. That was the biggest difference in the game and the outcome of the game. You want to know why? The first half, Tom Brady could do no wrong. He was slinging it. He was doing his thing. They jumped out with an early lead. At the end of the half, Sousa, like you just mentioned, fourth down, they say, hmm, should we punt it away? You know, what the... Yeah, oh. yeah. You put your foot on the gas. This is the biggest game of the season to this point. You go for it, at, you know, around midfield territory. Go for it. They end up getting it, and then they end up scoring on a big touchdown, throwing catch from Tom Brady to Scotty Miller, one of the best plays I've seen from Tampa Bay all season, which puts them up at the half. As soon as the second half happened, as soon as we were texting back and forth with Mason, I said, this is in the bag. Aaron Rodgers thinks he can't do anything against this Tampa Bay defense. Um, Tom Brady said, you know what? Hold my beer. I want to make it a little interesting. (laughs) As good as he played in that first half, that's how bad he played in the second half with the three turnovers. And he literally gave Aaron Rodgers every opportunity to do so. Twice, not only once at the end of the game, but twice in that game, The Packers, the Green Bay Packers, number one, I believe, scoring offense the whole season in 2020 was held to fourth and goal in that game. And what do you do? What do you do, Gizzy? You kick a field goal. A field goal. Field goals are not going to win you the NFC Championship. And that happened once early in the game, fourth and goal. They kicked the field goal, went safe with it. When they really needed a touchdown, this touchdown would have gave more momentum. And then at the end of the game, like you said, with two minutes left, you're down by eight. You need a touchdown. What is the sense of kicking a field goal? You're still going to need a touchdown once you get the ball back. And giving the ball to Tom Brady, who literally only needed a first down to milk the clock. You're essentially taking the ball out of your best player's hands, Aaron Rodgers, and putting your faith in your defense. You had it fourth and goal. You went three straight times to Devontae Adams, probably your second best player of the team, arguably your first. And then why not just go to him one more time and then decide the game that way? Leave it in the hands of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, not your defense that's been carved up for three yeah. quarters of the game.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree, Glenn. Um, that, that decision really didn't make any sense to me either because even if they missed the uh, the two-point conversion that they needed... Um, you're still going to have to get a stop on defense either way. You know what I mean? Even if they tied the game, there was still two minutes left for Tom Brady to go down the field and potentially kick a field goal. So your defense is going to have to make a stop anyway. So why not err on the side of caution and go for the points? Uh, Because then if you – even if you miss the two-point conversion, your defense potentially gets a stop. Then you only have to kick a field goal.
1: Right. You only need a field goal to win it. So I I didn't understand that. If you, I need, that. if
2: you need a touchdown no matter what, what better chance do you have than being at the goal line? And yeah. all the field goal essentially does is eliminate the risk of missing a two point conversion. Because if you kick the field goal, next time you score, you win. So all your all the field goal is really doing is eliminating the need for the two point conversion, which is not worth it. It's like just go for it. Right. You gotta you, try. The
1: thing is, you need to score a touchdown anyway. So say even if the defense does get you the ball back and you still can't score a touchdown, what's even the point?
2: Yeah, yeah, and and Rodgers is on record for saying he didn't know that that was the plan. If he knew that he was going to kick a field goal on fourth down, he would have drawn up something different on third down. Um, So just coaching, you're right. Coaching made the difference. Right. And Um, Rodgers wasn't on game, on his point, especially at that moment. Like he he missed Devontae Adams' back shoulder a little bit. Um, Maybe Adams could have caught it, but I think Rodgers could have threw a better ball still so, credit to Tam-
1: think- credit to Tampa Bay's defense too this year two games against Aaron Rodgers they basically had his number Were able to pressure him not allow him to get hot Aaron Rodgers will be the MVP for the season Um, but against the NFC champions the Tampa Bay Buccaneers he looked like anything but the MVP yeah and I mean just
0: real quick before we move on to the other game uh, I think this also harkens back, back to what people a lot of people were complaining about or You know, talking crap about Brady and how the defense won the game for them in New Orleans. But I think this game goes to show you that what Brady did in that game, where yeah, they picked off Drew Brees three times, but he also was it also resulted in touchdowns for Tampa Bay off of those interceptions every time. Brady made sure that they went down and scored. And that's kind of the point here of why that is still so important, where yeah. Their defense did make plays, but ultimately Brady still was able to punch the ball in the end zone where Aaron Rodgers wasn't able to do that. And you see what happened. They obviously lost the game. Um, So,
1: yeah. So now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to the Super Bowl for the first time since 2002, and Tom Brady will now be starting in his record 10th Super Bowl appearance.
0: Fucking stupid, honestly.
1: That's so dumb. You know, if he
0: wins... Uh, the Super Bowl, he will single-handedly as a player
2: have more Super Bowls than any franchise. Yeah, any, yeah, any franchise. That's insane. <laughs> that is That's dumb. dumb. But What's crazy is that the, they haven't been in the playoffs since 2002. Tom Brady goes there and they're going to the Super Bowl. That just goes to show. But
1: they will have to go through the AFC champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the second game of that Sunday um, last – or two weeks ago, featured a game between the defending World Series – World Series. World Series. <laughs> Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, and Souza your Buffalo Bills.
2: My fucking Buffalo Bills. My mild, hot Buffalo what happened? Hey, Bills. Those are my
1: Buffalo Bills, too. Oh, what happened, guys? You want to explain that? You want to explain what happened to me with the Bills? Um, I'll tell you what. Because I mean, I've been hearing for – months, how this is the Bills year, they're going to go to the Super Bowl, and I've been telling you, okay, maybe, like, they're a good team, but Kansas City's still been the best team all year,
2: and they showed up. All right. Sorry for having a dream, okay? Calling my (laughs) shot before the season, and they made it as far as they possibly could without actually going to the Super Bowl because they face a goddamn juggernaut, and, uh, you know... You think
1: think they'll hang a banner for it?
2: No. No.
1: All right, then. (laughs)
2: All right. I'm just saying, I, can I get partial credit, A for Effort. I mean, I just think ultimately the
0: thing, the thing that has been their Achilles heel all season is their defense, and it came back to bite them in this game, obviously. I mean, their offense wasn't really great either. Uh but I mean, you have to get
1: stops, they
0: just couldn't against Kansas City's
1: offense. It's it's the thing that scares me the most about Kansas City is the resilience as a team and having an experienced coach. Guys who have been there before. Last year's Super Bowl run, I don't think you could top the amount of pressure it was for Kansas City to come back from those deficits in three consecutive <clears throat> games. Um, and then, obviously, so, so now if, if this Kansas City team can do that against the Texans, the Titans, and the 49ers in the Super Bowl, what are they going to be afraid of going forward here? We saw early the Bills went out on a 9 nothing start after a Mikko Hartman fumble led to a one-yard touchdown of to Dawson Knox. And miko Hartman felt like he lost the game for them already. And then his teammates had to remind him, like, uh, guys, we're the Super Bowl champs. We've been the down teams. worse before from this. And they marched right back. And the Bills, being inexperienced, first time in the AFC Championship – looked like they had no clue how to play defense. Josh Allen looked like he'd never seen a a cover zero blitz before because he could not get the ball out in time. They just kept pressuring him, and he had no answer for it. I was a little bit disappointed in Josh Allen. I'm not putting the whole game on him. He didn't play his best, that's for sure. The defense couldn't pressure Mahomes at all. He had all day. He and you get quick passes out to Travis Kelsey. When he had time, he would throw it downfield. And you're not going to beat Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs when you can't get to Pat Mahomes and pressure him. You can't get in their face. And the Bills had no idea how to do that. They were out playing. I feel like, uh, I kind of feel like
0: the Chiefs are like almost an NBA team, where in the sense that they just don't really give a hundred percent effort until like the last because I feel like earlier in the season a lot of people were like yo what's up with the Chiefs like they didn't look like their normal they were still winning games but they weren't winning them in convincing fashion like they normally do so a lot of people were like hmm what's going on there and then I mean since probably like midway through the season they've just been on a fucking tear um and I just feel like they you know you know those games where like the the celtics were like that plucky little team and they'd play the warriors and they'd be like they'd be like or the or the Cavs, and the Cavs would be like okay now it's time to fucking put my big boy pants on and the celtics just couldn't hang and i feel like the chiefs have the ability to do that uh with any team in the league and i just hope that doesn't happen against tampa bay
1: And the thing is, it can. Um, The offense that Andy Reid runs with Pat Mahomes, at quarterback, and the weapons they have on offense, they literally can drop 21 points in a matter of three minutes. Because they also have have a Super Bowl-winning defense that can get you the ball back after a three-and-out or a turnover or whatever. Even special teams can give them momentum. And then once you give the Chiefs momentum, it's hard to stop them because they can just beat you in so many ways. And all year... For what week are we in now? This is week nineteen. They've won seventeen games and lost one against the Oakland Raiders. Uh
2: they're sixteen and two.
1: Oh, who they lose to?
2: They lost to the Chargers. No. No. I don't know. I what just pick pick them tells me their record. Sixteen <clears throat> and two. Who's I just the know the Raiders. Lost? Probably someone stupid. I don't remember. Should have been the Bills last week. No. <laughs> Dude, I honestly didn't even finish that game. As soon as – while Glenn looks it up or thinks about it, as soon as the Bills scored twice, right, that was big. I was like, okay, you need this momentum. They they kick the field goal, and then uh, they go three and out, but obviously Mikko Hardman fumbles, muffs the punt. They score off of it. But as soon as they missed that extra point and all the score showed was nine to nothing – a measly 9 nothing looks as if all he can do is kick field goals. I knew the game was over at that point, and I didn't even watch the rest.
0: They lost, Glenn, they lost the Chargers the final week of the season. Week 17. So yeah. it's not even really a loss. When they
1: sat their starters. Because um, they had Chad Henney in the game. Right, 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 right. Hey, he wins games. Chad Henney won them uh, the, the divisional rounds. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. I can't talk
0: shit about Chad Henney, I guess.
1: Um. So, yeah, back to the point at hand. end. Uh, Chiefs have been the best team all season. When we do our playoff picks can pick them, which should be in about two minutes. Um, I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl again. Damn. Because they're just that good. The uh, Bucks should oh, give man. them a better fight. It should be a close game like last year's Super Bowl was because the Bucs have the defense that can get to Pat Mahomes and cause irritation for him. But it'll only be a matter of time before that third quarter rolls around or maybe even early fourth quarter, and Mahomes figures it out. Andy Reid figures it out, and um, they just put up a run, probably like 14 unanswered points, and then that'll give them a second straight Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes will win the Super Bowl in two out of his three years as a starter, and we will be turning a new era into the NFL, the era of Pat Mahomes.
2: A new dynasty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I so might about, have to give you that. Any any uh any
1: conclusions I should say from championship weekend? Anything you want to say about anybody on the Bills, anybody on the Packers, or is anybody was the Bills well, they are who we thought they were, were the Packers they are who we thought they were. Anything to say about Rogers, Josh Allen? Um,
0: I think as it relates to the Bills, I think Honestly, I think losing in the conference final, like we talked about last or the last podcast, uh, might be uh, might be good for them um, because, like I said, going to the Super Bowl and potentially having to play Tom Brady, who is on that ass, and also losing again and still not having a Super Bowl win, that jersey gets real heavy, man. So uh, I think I think they have the tools though. I don't think they're going to be one of those teams that would like just caught fire, uh, you know, for like one season, and they're going to fall back uh, to the pack next year. I think they're still a really good team. The East, the NFC NF, East is really weak still, um, so I think so they you, just need to improve their defense a little bit, and I think they'll be right back.
1: So you think Bills and Chiefs could be an AFC Championship matchup for years to come?
0: Uh yeah, I'd, I'd say that potentially. Uh, I think the Bills, the Bills just really need to improve their defense a little bit, and I think they'll be right there.
2: I want to put the loss, the Packers' loss, on that cornerback of theirs. I think his last name is King. Yeah. Does that sound familiar? He is the reason. He, gave, he did the pass interference. He gave up the touchdown before the half. And I, I want to say he did something else. I'll listen to Stephen A. Uh, rip him, a new one. Uh, and that's unfortunate. And on top of it all, their first-round pick had no contribution to this team, and they were this close to the Super Bowl. You could think maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe if they had a significant first-round pick this year instead of a benched quarterback, that they could have made it.
1: Um. So, so you're going to put the blame on the cornerback who gave up those those – I'm
2: saying if there was an anti-game ball to give, he would get it. The toilet, the golden dildo, if you will.
1: Like I said, I'm I'm sticking my guns. I'm 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 sitting Matt Lafleur's ass on that golden dildo, (laughs) on that golden toilet.
2: Sitting his ass on. Because regardless
1: of the poor cornerback play, they still had chances to win the game, and the cornerback can't put up, you know, thirty plus points on offense because it's not his job. It's the quarterback's job. We talk about how he gave up seven points at least. We talk about how good Aaron Rodgers is. I was one of the greatest talents we've ever seen. But when it matters most in NFC championship games against a good defense, he's gotten it done once. One time in four trips to the NFC championship. Yeah. And it's not like he didn't have opportunities. Tom Brady made sure he had opportunities in the second half. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. What's, what's next for Aaron Rodgers? Brady was just trying to hit the over. Maybe. Um. <laughs> Playoff picks, skin pick them, boys. Last one. one. It's time for the Super Bowl.
2: I'll be right back. All right. Every time.
1: Every time. Guy says he'd be right back. Paul's probably over his house. Fucking Paul, man. What the heck,
0: dude? Who can I trust? I don't know. Um,. And we got to improv for fucking 15 minutes again. Yeah.
1: And usually when we improv, it leads to Peyton Barber, leads to Uncle Paul.
0: The Paul shaming. <laughs>
1: Plush oh, Plush. he's back. Well, okay. pick Pickham. And it looks like.
2: We thought we were going to have another Paul situation soon. Thank God you came back. So- I knew it. I knew he would come up. When I came back, I saw Glenn with a smile on his face that like you guys weren't even talking. I knew it. I had to put a pie in the oven. A pie. Paul coming over for dinner? No. No. Okay.
1: So it looks like uh, Mason's up on me by twenty points.
2: (laughs) Twenty points.
1: Can pick How is it that you can do well in every uh, postseason fantasy related thing, but? For 16 weeks, you fucking suck win at regular fantasy football. Suck
2: win. I don't know. Uh, and also,
1: my
0: second season team
1: this year is Doodoo doo I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So uh, that's a good point. All right, let's look at it. Super Bowl week for the pigskin. Pick them. Who will win this matchup, boys? I want to hear your picks and why. You Actually, I already explained to you why I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs. They've been the best team all year. They have the best team from top to bottom. I'm talking offense, defense, and head coaching. And they will win back to back Super Bowls and be the first team to do so since the Patriots. All right. So, listen,
0: I'm going with my heart, man. I'm going with the Bucks because I need a Tom Brady Super Bowl again. Like, I need fucking
1: oxygen
0: in my lungs.
1: They're going to say oxy. Why do you need it? What's your motivation behind Tom Brady? Yeah, oh, it's, it's pure, like I mean, yeah, six is not enough.
0: It's pure spite at this point, Glenn.
1: You know, how you guys want
0: Matt LaFleur to sit on the Golden Bill, though. I want Bill Belichick to sit on the whole Lombardi trophy.
2: Oh, come on!
1: That's Bill, Belichick, Bill Belichick is the reason your Patriots franchise is so successful. And the reason
0: why we went, he's the reason why we went seven and nine this year, too. That stupid prick. Oh, oh, oh
2: come on! Oh, Dude.
0: oh, you are you scouting people in the senior bowl, Bill, to see who you're potentially going to draft? No. He's got his tits out in the fucking Caribbean right now.
1: So so after one seven and nine season, you're going to forget all the good that your coach, your GM has done for this franchise? Look, man.
2: Tom Brady was the last
0: pillar holding up that team. The problem is if you had a plan, then fine, push Brady out the door. But instead – their plan was waiting and see whatever shook loose. And that was Cam Newton. Cam Newton sucks. They went 7-9. Here we are. I rest my case. Whatever Who says
1: loose. Who says he doesn't have a plan? You talk about, like, you know, politicians and presidents that usually have, like, a four-year plan. Maybe Bill has a four-year plan. It can't just all be yeah. done overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day, Mason.
2: I do right.
0: believe it when I see it. Because up to this point, Bill has given me no inclination that he has a plan. Seems like he's just fucking... Throwing shit at a wall and see
1: what's sticking. (laughs) So so, I got Chiefs, you got Bucks, Susan. uh,
2: Like Mason, my heart says Bucks. I want the Bucks to win. Um, Not because of the Patriots or Bill, I actually respect him. I more so like to see Tom Brady stick it to Mahomes and the grandest stage of them all, second to WrestleMania. Um oh my God. I don't know. I just like to see. I don't know. It's part of my wanting to watch the world burn mentality where you have this up and comer superstar, Pat Mahomes, who you won a Super Bowl, starting his dynasty, only to get kicked down by uh the GOAT himself, Tom Brady, one last time. No no torch passing. That's what I want. But I think the Chiefs are gonna win. And really what it's gonna come down to is Bill Belichick, and that's the reason that Tom Brady's not going to be enough to win that Super Bowl is because they need the coaching of someone like Bill, and you're going to notice the difference that he's not coaching a Tom Brady Super Bowl. I, I've i been
1: flip-flopping on this since the playoffs started as far as I've, I've wanted Tom Brady to succeed because the teams in the NFC I don't like. I, I'm not a fan of the New Orleans Saints. I don't like the Green Bay Packers, and I thought it would be hilarious that Tom Brady, after all these years in the AFC, comes into Breeze's NFC, comes into Rogers' <laughs> NFC, and finds his way, beating them both and going to the Super Bowl. That, that too, just, that too. That just puts a, another blemish on, on those frauds' records. However, <laughs> those frauds. However, I am also sick and tired of hearing about the greatness of Tom Brady. Oh, no. doing it again. Uh, This is his 10th Super Bowl. He's the GOAT. He's 43 years old. Credit to Tom Brady. Like I said, he's a great quarterback, one of the best of all time, the most accomplished quarterback of all time. But this, as John Cena would say, my time or your time is up and my time is now because Pat Mahomes' time is now.
2: That's, is, an- that, that's another reason is because I, I, I'd like Tom Brady to, to cement his legacy even further, the 10th layer of cement to where there's no more arguments. Is he the greatest quarterback to have ever lived? This, this like is, Mason said, you'd have more Super Bowls than any team. That would be this, amazing. I want that to happen. This
1: is it. This is like, this is the passing of the torch. And Mason, I know you love these wrestling analogies, but this is, this is Hogan facing Rock at WrestleMania 18. This is the greatest of all time for two decades facing the greatest guy who's supposed to come up now and the best in the world right now. I mean, the rock does win. So if history (laughs) shows itself, Mahomes should win this matchup. It's just, like I said, it's a passing of the torch. We're in a new era. This is the Jordan to Kobe. This is, you know, the fucking – I can't even make a baseball analogy because it's not really an errors, but th- this is the next step. I mean, Tom Brady got here. It's impressive enough. Nobody – everybody doubted him in his first season in Tampa Bay and what we thought was a very competitive NFC. We didn't think the Tampa Bay Bucs would be in the Super Bowl. I don't think – you'd be a fool if you no. told me that you put the Bucs in the Super Bowl to start the season. Um, Impressive that he got here. He's just running into a team that's too good. But it's any given Sunday. Any team can win. The Philadelphia Eagles and Nick Foles can strike lightning on one day. Yeah,
2: you know, anything can happen. Which I'm seeing Twitter filled with that shit because it's their anniversary, right? I think on this day it was when they won the Super Bowl in 2018. Like the timeline is like Ian keeps retweeting everything about it.
1: I mean, to his credit that's one of the most uh, entertaining Super Bowls I've ever seen in my whole life.
2: Yeah, to the to the very end. You're right. Yes, this is going to be a really tough game. Chiefs, they're just a well-oiled machine more so than the Bucks. And like I said, I think it's going to come down to coaching. Not that Andy Reid is an amazing coach because he can actually blunder, cause some blunders to, to cost them a game. But um, I think they're they're going to pull it out. But it should be a, a real good game. But so who are you can happen-
1: on the picture. You say you want the Bucks to win, but you I'll pick, pick it at the, the Chiefs.
2: Chiefs. I have to okay. right. put my money on the Chiefs. Martin,
1: after you're two. Uh... Awful picks in the championship game.
2: <laughs> awful
1: picks. <laughs> All right, so moving on to how picks can pick them. Will the opening kickoff result in a touchback?
0: Yes. Oh, a touchback. Okay. It, has to, it has to be a touchback because the return man for the Bucks is pretty good, if I remember correctly. Um, and obviously, you don't want to kick off to anyone on the Chiefs. So, that, that, that depends.
1: Well, that depends who's getting the ball first. I feel like if Bunker's doing the kickoff, it's going to be a touchback. But I feel like if the, if, uh, who's the kicker on the Bucs? Uh, suck,
0: suck up, right. I think.
1: I feel like if he's kicking off, there's going to be a run back. I'm going to say no. I'm saying touchback. I'm saying Chiefs get the ball first and someone's going to return it. Who will score the first touchdown of the game? And your options are Mike Evans, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, or any other player. Tyreek, I'm going with any other player.
2: It's Cop gonna be, out.
1: It's going to be a Ronald Jones touchdown. A 60 yard
2: touchdown. I didn't think shock that. and awe. Really stick it. Uh, open up the game
0: with uh, any other player as well. I just feel like these are so hard, or like so hard to pick, like a specific person because there's so many options. No, no, like odds. Tell you, you should pick literally any other player.
1: Yeah, that's not fun all the time. Who will record the longest completion in the first half? Pat
2: Mahomes or Tom Brady? Mahomes. That's a pretty safe answer. Well, Tom Brady might just do like a one-yard dump off for a fucking 70-yard screen or something. Imagine that. I'm picking Mahomes.
1: I'm going Mahomes, too. Um will either team score in the final two minutes of the first half? Yes. Yep. I feel or like
0: either. A
2: team. these are like two of the best two-minute offenses in the whole league. Yeah. yeah. This next one's something else. What the
1: what would be the first <laughs> song performed by the weekend at halftime? Blinding lights pray for me, Star Boy or any other song. Ah, uh,
0: see, like I want to go with Blinding Lights, but I feel like they've been pushing that one on the commercial
2: a
1: lot, so I feel yeah, like he gonna, might finish with that song. Yeah, it's, yeah, in the it's gonna it? definitely gonna go gonna any be other in the song. middle. Yeah, I'm going any other song. Yeah. Me too. Will there be a made field goal in the third quarter?
2: Uh, yes. No. Third quarters are made for field
1: goals. Third quarters are made to be scoreless.
0: <laughs> I'm going That's no. Fun. Actually.
1: Uh, who will record more passing
2: yards, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady?
0: I'm gonna go Mahomes.
2: <sighs> this is tough, man. Tom Brady, because uh, I don't know. It's Tom. If the it Chiefs was- are up, they're gonna have to. They're gonna run the ball. Tom will throw the ball.
0: If it was completions, I would take Brady.
1: Who will record more receiving yards, Tyree Kill or Mike Evans? Tyree Kill. I'm going Big Mike. You going Mike Evans? Yeah. I'll pick Tyreek. More receptions, Travis, Kelsey, or Godwin? It's got to be Kelsey. Kelsey. It's
0: Kelsey. Kelsey's a freak, dude.
1: Who record more rushing yards, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, or Playoff Lenny? Playoff Lenny. Playoff
0: Lenny. Come on, man.
1: Playoff Lenny. There's a lot of questions. Will Devin Wright record 10-plus total tackles? I'm going to go yes. I'm going to say no. No. He's a fucking animal, dude. He is, but. He's going to have nine. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine. Who will be named Super Bowl MVP?
2: Tom Brady. Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is on this list. 2% picked them. Uh, Pat Mahomes.
1: And how many points will be scored? Zero to 45, 46 to 55, 56 to 65, or 66 or more.
2: I'm doing the over, 66 or more. What? I'm going... What? <laughs>
1: this is... I'm going... That's a stupid amount of points, bro. I'm going so 46 what? to 55. Nick Foles can do it. You know what? That's, Sousa, that's a how valid many, point. How many total yards will be recorded in this game? I went with
0: 46 to 55, by the way, for points. Yeah, I did too.
2: Uh, Total Uh, yards.
1: I'm gonna go eight
2: sixty nine. I knew it. Nice. I'll go nine nine nine. One yard under a thousand. Nine
0: nine nine. I'll go. I'll go nine sixty nine. Oh, I was gonna do nine sixty nine. Fuck. I'll do nine. You gotta do eight sixty nine then. Fine. I'll do nine six nine. You can do nine seventy.
2: All right, Did that's that. Oh. All um, right, that's it, baby.
1: Super Bowl, that's the pick. Now, one. before we
0: go, though, Glenn had a, a burning question for me and Susan today uh, that he wanted to discuss on the podcast, and he – I'll just – I'll let you explain it,
2: Glenn. Yeah, hopefully no one left during our pick because they're missing one of the biggest meat – meat potato segments that we have right now. So I figured, I figured for Super Bowl meets.
1: week, we're discussing our two quarterbacks that are playing in the big game. You could argue the big game, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and a quarterback who was on pace to be right there with them. Um, I figured we'd do a little debate here. And now I want to inform our listeners that we might piss some people off.
2: <laughs> and warning what you're about to you, hear, you might be listening calls. and
1: and here's the thing i i will do that for the sake of the podcast just because i'm spewing out what i'm about to spew out of my mouth as far as my argument towards answering these questions doesn't mean i believe it it's just that i could argue both sides of it and it just goes to show that i was stuck with this side because my counterparts here decided to pick another side of the question
0: yeah, we'll, and we'll see if uh, me and Susan can actually argue back because Glenn's done research and we've done literally none.
1: So, so here's <laughs> what I'm going to... We need a judge. Okay. Which one do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about Tom Brady or you want to talk about Pat Mahomes?
0: Whatever you want to talk about first, Glenn.
1: Yeah. Let's start with Tom Brady. All right. So the question I... I propose to argue on this here podcast. Now, is Tom Brady really good? Like really, I can't even put this into words. Kind of, Is Tom Brady really as good as all of his accomplishments in pro football? People call him the greatest of all time, the greatest quarterback of all time. How do you define great? Without a shot of a doubt, he is the most accomplished quarterback of all time. I'm not debating that here on this podcast, but his accomplishments and the ones that go, the ones that go most recognized are Super Bowl victories. Super Bowls are won by a team, not by an individual player. So I just want to throw that out there first. So, boys, is Tom Brady as good as all of his accomplishments say that he is, and that, and I should say the hype. And the ass kissing and the dick jerking that Tom Brady gets to this day by not only New England fans, not only Tampa Bay fans, but a lot of football fans around the world.
2: Let's say that in the sport of football, if it's possible to have one single layer, all for the credit, there's only going to be someone else a quarter like a quarterback for him to really be like the reason someone wins or the reason the team always wins is like they have to constantly score five or more touchdowns but then you could say oh well the receiver whoever's catching the ball is a part of it too and then the defense part so it's really tough to kind of do it. it's really gonna be tough for have, to have one person in football to get a lot of that credit but
1: whereas um, and, and in that argument like you could, you could argue other sports I feel like it's it's a lot easier to argue basketball as NBA championships being an individual accomplishment, because if you get a player that's hot and can put your team on a run, you know, we saw it with LeBron James making eight straight finals. We've seen it with Jordan in the 90s. Obviously, those guys had great teams around them and were able to win championships, but it was that player who was really the stamp and seal on that difference.
2: Yeah. In football,
1: there's two sides of the ball. The quarterback only plays, you know, Half the snaps, I should say, on offense and baseball, you have your individual hitters at the plate who make game different decisions. You have your individual pitchers, but overall, it's a team effort. Guys in the field still have to feel the ball. Pitching has to be through nine innings. You have to include your bullpen. Hitting is a lineup from one through nine. It's a lot different in in team sports.
2: And given that, you know, given that fact, you have to give Tom Brady a lot of credit. I mean, like I said, it's not, no one, I don't think, I don't think is ever going to stand out like someone would in basketball, but given the landscape of how football is a big team sport, you got to say that Tom Brady is as good as his accompli- accomplishments. And uh, like you said, you can say it's a great defense. You can say it's raining all these Super Bowls. The commentator was Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Which is always a, a challenging debate. but um, I think that alone gotta give it to Tom Brady there and I'll let Mason say some things, but that's just, yeah, so if you, you want to argue that it was another part of the Patriots team, you can't ignore the fact that Tom Brady was always the common denominator, whether yeah, it was And, great here, and here's the thing I, I,
1: or, I, before Mason, you reflect on this, I just want to answer that. Tom Brady's great. Like I said, he's he's an all-time quarterback. He's one of the greatest to ever play the game. But as far as being the best to ever play the game, if you want to base that on his accomplishments and winning Super Bowls, you know MVPs, having all the records, his longevity, it's a fair argument. I just feel like there's other players who have played the game that are are more talented at the quarterback position than Tom Brady is. When you base it on wins, it's 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 team, it's team value. When you look at his ten Super Bowl appearances. And you look at the teams that he's been on throughout his career, he's been fortunate to be the quarterback of the New England Patriots, coached by a Bill Belichick team, rostered by Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft. Mason, if you want to. Um,
0: yeah, I think both of you bring up, bring up very good points. But the thing that does it for me, I think Danny Amendola actually said it best this week when he said completely unprovoked, on, I think it was Fox Sports or whoever was interviewing him, that the, if you look up the page way in the dictionary, it's not Bill Belichick It's or any of the coaches. It's Brady. And I think you've seen that. Um, you know, just, I think the argument could have been made against that before, uh, but now that he's gone to a different team, a team that was a perennial basement dweller, a loser franchise, and he turned that team into a win franchise basically by himself because I understand that they have a lot of talent on on their team but the thing that they didn't have was discipline and commitment and I think with Brady being on that team now a lot of guys look to him and they want to echo that you know and I think while it's not while I agree Glenn he might not necessarily be the best quarterback mechanically or physically, Or maybe he doesn't throw for the most yards. I mean, a lot of people would still make the argument that you could pick Peyton Manning over Brady just because of his, you know, natural skill at the position. But I mean, ultimately Brady's a guy who still, he still broke the touchdown record, you know, at some point. I understand that that was a fantastic offense, but still, he also had one of his best career seasons in uh, 2017 when he won the MVP at what, 40, 41 years old. Um, and he wasn't throwing a Randy Moss on that team. And he still put up ridiculous numbers and uh, a ridiculous touchdown interception ratio. So, I mean, yes, it's a, it's a team sport, but I think Brady's influence transcends over the team. If that makes sense. I just I, think his presence. Yeah,
1: over- I, I I agree with you when you, as far as this Bucks team rallying, and because early in the season, you know, it, it didn't look good. When when we talk week one, where they, you know, got blown out in New Orleans, we were like, oh, maybe Tom Brady made the wrong decision. This Bucks team is undisciplined. They had stupid penalties. This and that. As the season, it's not that good anymore. As the season continued to progress, though, the the offense got clicking. The defense was playing better as a whole. They were playing more disciplined um, under Bruce Arians and you know Tom Brady. And the thing is, is that motivational thing. People look to Tom Brady as a symbol of hope. This guy's been 20 seasons, uh, he's played as a winner. He's won football games on on great New England Patriot teams. If you're around a guy like Tom Brady in any sport, if you're around a good player and you want to, you know, be, he, he brings the best out of you is what I'm trying to say, which credit to Tom Brady, he might be one of the greatest teammates of all time as well um, because Just from a motivational standpoint, when Tom Brady's on your team, he can get guys fired up, whether it's the offense, whether it's the defense to make that stop and give him an opportunity to get on the field and put up some points, it it, kind of goes back to it. I'm just going to say it's such a tough comparison because what he has that no other quarterback has is those Super Bowl victories. Statistically, there's been other quarterbacks who have been right there with him. Drew Brees is uh, one of the key examples. Super Bowls, he blows everybody out of the water. Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, all the great quarterbacks who have played in the history of this league and Super Bowl victories. And the thing is, that's why when I say he's won Super Bowls and it's such a team thing, because I'm going to read out some statistics that I'm not sure if you guys were aware of. Here we go. So Tom Brady played... Technically, he played 19 seasons in New England, but he was hurt for one season where he tore his ACL. So I'm going to say in 18 seasons in New England. A lot. 15 of those, he had top 10 defenses. 15 of his 18 seasons on New England Patriots, his team was top 10 in the league in scoring for defense. That's I'm unlikely. Credit to Bill Belichick for building a team and coaching a team that way. And now on this Bucks team, the defense is ranked eighth. So of sixteen out of his nineteen seasons at a starting quarterback, a healthy starting quarterback, Brady has had top ten defenses. Okay. In the early Super Bowl run, two thousand one, they were ranked sixth. In 2003, the defense was ranked first in the league. In 2004, the defense was ranked second. In 2007, obviously, when they had the 18-0 run, the offense was first. The defense was fourth. 2011 is a big exception. The offense was ranked third in the league. The defense was ranked 15th. That's the only time Tom Brady has made the Super Bowl without a top-10 defense.
0: Their defense-related note, Quick aside, that defense fucking sucked, dude. The fact that they were even fifteen surprises me. That defense yeah.
1: blew. And like I said, this is scoring defense. So, and and, and the thing is, if you look at history over Bill Belichick's career, he has he always hasn't had the best defense as far as yards allowed, because their rankings fluctuate throughout the years of his you know twenty one seasons in New England. Ben don't break, baby. That's the that's the <laughs> that's the Patriot way. The Ben don't break because they. <laughs> They don't allow points. And then having a good defense also allows your offense to get on the field, maybe in better field position, maybe with momentum, you know, and it kind of plays hand in hand. In 2014, their defense was ranked eighth in the top 10. That's when they beat the Super Bowl against the Seahawks. In 2016, the defense was number one against the Atlanta Falcons. In 2017, their defense was number five in the league Mm -hmm. against the Philadelphia Eagles, and they lost that Super Bowl. And in 2018, the defense was number seventh against the St. Louis Rams. So, like I said, only one time have the New England Patriots made the Super Bowl in Tom Brady and Bill Belichick era where they haven't had a top 10 defense. And now this year, Tom Brady in his 10th time making the Super Bowl, his defense ranked number eighth. So, like I said, 16 out of Tom Brady's 19 seasons, he's had a top 10 defense on the other side of the ball. To put it in perspective with other quarterbacks, in three of the 13 seasons that Aaron Rodgers has played, he's had a top 10 defense. 16 of 19 for Tom Brady, three of 13 for Aaron Rodgers. When Peyton Manning was on the Indianapolis Colts, only five of his 13 seasons, he had a top 10 defense. And then Drew Brees, in his career in New Orleans, only four of his 15 seasons, he had a top 10 defense.
2: What I think we really should be comparing is the ranking of defenses on Super Bowl winning teams. Because no matter who the quarterback is, like, if, like you're saying that they have a top 10 defense every time they've won the Super Bowl, right? Is that what you're saying?
1: Every time they've made it to the Super Bowl besides once, the New England Patriots. You've had a top 10 defense in Tom Brady's nine of ten Super Bowl appearances, he's had a top 10 defense in so like 16 I'm, I'm saying, of his 19 seasons, he's had a top 10
2: defense. Okay. I'm saying if you can show me quarterbacks who can win Super Bowls without a top 10 defense, if there's a lot of them or a lot of instances of it, then I'll I'll give that more credit. Like, all right, all uh, these how, guys can do it without a but, top 10 defense. Why can't Tom Brady?
1: Right, but, but what I'm saying is that that's that's the point. That's the point I'm making. Super Bowl victories are based on a team. Now, th- don't get me wrong, the offenses through all of Tom Brady's years were great as well, but he's had that top 10 defense to win those Super Bowls and get to the Super Bowl. When you if if the stats show that quarterbacks who win the Super Bowl also have a top 10 defense and that just goes to show you it takes a team to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Here's another thing I'm going to tell you too and this is going to be for our second debate. I'll actually get to this after. Pat Mahomes, two Super Bowl appearances, two top 10 defenses. Think of how great Pat Mahomes has been, but you got to credit the Kansas City Chiefs as a team.
2: Yeah, but like that's what I'm trying to say is like for a football team, the biggest team sport there is, you need a top 10 defense, apparently, to get to the Super Bowl. But in terms of actually winning the Super Bowl, I think that's where the quarterback really makes a big difference. I mean, we saw – you know just how you've seen that just how great Tom Brady can be against these top defenses, like against the Seahawks, how he somehow picked them apart. They were the vaunted fucking 12, yeah. 12th man. That's Unbelievable what I was defense. Say. That's what I was them all say. apart. He they were that close to beating the Broncos in the AFC Championship, which had a stellar defense. They couldn't do it though, because that's how good the defense was for the Broncos. Um so 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 the
1: game, so the game-deciding play in that Seahawks Super Bowl, which Tom Brady did his thing against the Legion of Boom, came back down ten. Um, what was what was it? Offensive. Okay, it was Malcolm Butler. Did he was he the guy who got the interception?
2: It shouldn't even have been an.
1: Was it, was it was it Tom Brady who got the interception or was it Malcolm Butler? It was Tom Brady that gave him the lead. But who who closed the game out for him? Who yeah, won, well, Glenn,
0: they wouldn't have even been that in position if fucking. Logan Ryan just swatted the ball after it went off his head. Mason, so Jermaine Curse couldn't catch it.
1: Mason, they wouldn't have been in that position if Marshawn Lynch just got the ball handed to him at the goal line. Well, yeah. The
0: what, Okay, Glenn. So would anybody else have been able to instrument that comeback against the Falcons?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Did, did Tom Brady get some strip sacks against Matt Ryan?
0: Okay, now it, you're just it, completely it was that, discounting was, everything Hightower. Brady did. Yeah.
1: It was that Hightower? tower?
0: You're just completely discounting the fact I'm saying it takes
2: offense.
1: I'm saying who put them in that position to be down 28 to three? Did Brady not throw a pick six to put them down that way?
0: Yeah. And the defense didn't do any favors either. They right. But they did. To,
1: everything had to go right. It's not just Tom Brady who implemented that comeback. What I'm saying is, as a team, the Patriots did it. They did that historic comeback together. If If they don't get the stops on defense, Brady doesn't have a chance to come back, is what I'm saying.
0: But I'm saying you don't have a chance to come back at all if it's not Brady at quarterback, is what I'm saying. I understand that the defense still needs to perform, but if any other guys in that situation, you aren't coming back from being down that much, is what I'm saying. And that would be the that
2: would be my final point is that there are quarterbacks better than him, like like Rodgers. Has a better arm, I think. Manning, Drew Brees has better accuracy. Obviously, mobility can be handed to many other players. But if there's one player that you want, one quarterback that you want in a situation where you're down, everyone's answer is to Tom Brady because he is that clutch. He gets you the W when you need it most.
1: So Eli Manning wouldn't have led that comeback because he did it twice against against these Patriots teams that I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, which what oh what choked the defense. I don't want Eli Manning as my quarterback. Oh, you're you're, you're telling, you're telling me
1: high. an 18-0 and 0 team can't put up. How many points they put up in that Super Bowl? Tom Brady know, threw for 17. 50 touchdowns. Randy Moss broke the touchdown record. What they put up? How many points? I don't
0: remember. I don't only know, lost Eli. by three. Right. But they wouldn't have been in that position. Brady put them up with two minutes to go in the game. Your defense needed to stop.
1: And they couldn't get it. So – I'm just saying to win Super Bowls, it takes a team effort. Obviously, it takes, a, you know, a good quarterback, too, and as we've seen it throughout Super Bowl, Super Bowl history. But, I mean, when you look at some teams, I, I would like to believe it's defense that wins championships. That saying, that's how it goes. You know, you look at – a prime example would be the 2015 Denver Broncos. And this is, like I said, it's kind of Apple the oranges because we were talking Tom Brady. But Vaughn Miller took over that game. I mean, Peyton Manning, he did his job. He didn't turn the ball over. LeVon Miller basically was down Cam Newton's throat and won that Super Bowl for them. The Legion of Boom shit on Peyton Manning and the Super Bowl a couple of years prior. And like I said, when it comes to, you know, game changing plays, it's the defense that has to step up and make those plays.
2: Yeah, it's always good. It's always going to be a team effort it's really gonna you're really gonna be hard pressed to find a, a game or a super bowl where yep the quarterback is the sole reason why this team got as far as it did and like i said the only way it could be is if they threw five or more touchdowns every single game it's always going to be a team effort but it's it's what does the quarterback do for that team and to mason's point come back 28 to three every play from tom brady needs to be perfect like you can't afford to have any like incompletions any three and outs or anything, everything from that point on has to be perfect, and, and they got it done, overtime included. I mean, I, I know, Glenn, you're just you're playing the other side for the sake of the debate, but, but, but I mean, um, if you but wanted still- one quarterback to win you the game in one drive, you would pick Tom Brady, right? Because he's he's done, or most to get it done. Neither they, they will against the Eagles, too, if it wasn't for a pretty good defensive play, with championships stuff <laughs> so, I mean that, that's that's
1: that's one of the key examples too it's like tom brady played his ass off in that game when it came down to the moment where you needed to get that final score and final win what was the difference defense defense, defense. i am just saying for the sake of argument now <laughs> listeners here they, they might be i don't know if they're mind blown i don't know if they're upset with me i don't know if they they've come to me, might my be. realization that Tom Brady's is great. Can't deny it. He is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game of football. He's the most accomplished quarterback to ever play the game of football. Um, and I
2: think he deserves all that credit. I really do. He deserves, I he deserves, he deserves
1: a bunch of credit. And especially for his longevity of playing at, 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 you know, such a high level throughout all these years. Cause you don't see that every day. Only few quarterbacks are able to do that. But when it comes to winning and success, I think more credit has to be put towards the team, not just Tom Brady. Like I said, let's not forget, he almost threw away the NFC championship with three picks in the second half. But the defense kept him in it, not allowing Aaron Rodgers to score. You know? So yeah. that's, like I said, it goes both ways. But I think what puts Brady over the top of other quarterbacks when you're in comparison is obviously the Super Bowl appearances and victories. Our sec, you guys, have anything else to say about that?
2: And that's know. all I have to say about that. Food for thought. On, man. Food for
1: thought Super Bowl week. Last question I'm gonna ask you guys before we wrap this up, and this might be one of the final podcasts of this season of this year, before we come back to you with an off season podcast. Pat Mahomes, the guy looking to take the torch away from one Tom Brady. Is he just a tad bit overrated?
0: Um, no,
1: me and well, yeah, me
0: and Souza are on the side. Of, no, um, Souza went first last time, so I'll go first this time, I guess. Um, so the reason why I don't think Pat Mahomes is worried is because, yes, Kansas City has a very talented offense. I will not deny that. Travis Kelsey, obviously, if he keeps playing the way that he is, probably will go down in history as a better tight end than maybe even Gronk uh with how dominant he's been over the past few seasons um but but Patrick Mahomes makes plays that I don't don't see other quarterbacks make like I'm talking shit that doesn't make sense that you're not supposed to do as a quarterback because it's just bad to do like when he throws back across his body and he still zips the ball in on a dime um you know and i think he's similar to brady in a lot of ways where if they're it's very rare that the chiefs are down late in a game but if they are you put the ball in Mahomes' hands and he makes plays um you know i just i don't think he's overrated at all. obviously he was super he was in the super bowl last year um he won MVP, he's one MVP normally in the season as well. Uh, you know, I, I just think he's fantastic.
2: Yeah, he uh, – I don't think he's overrated. I, I mean, I think a lot of people jerk him off too much, maybe overhyped sometimes, every little play. Oh, my God, did you see that? <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> but, but I think he, he also deserves the credit that he's getting because – um he is, he is that good. And I think of it, and I really noticed a lot in fantasy in particular because in fantasy football, if you have, or if you're going up against Mahomes, you know you might, he might ruin your day. And I never had Mahomes, but I know that if I did, I wouldn't be worried at all. I'd be like, all right, my quarterback's gonna get 25, 30 points. Or if I'm watching the game, I'm not gonna be like, oh man, I really hope they can score on this drive. Oh, I hope it's not a three and out. With Mahomes, you know you're good. Because he's that good, he's gonna get the job done. He's gonna find people like Mason said in unorthodox ways. If he's falling to the ground, he might do some stupid behind-the-back under shuffle pass that somehow works. Sidearm passes across the body. He'll he'll make plays happen. He's mobile. He can get that done too, and he's he's got the arm talent and the accuracy. And yeah, he's got great players to help him get it all done. But um, I mean. It's just tough to argue against that, but I think Glenn's going to. I'm
1: going to try at least. Pat Mahomes overrated. I'm going to say j- just a little bit. He, he, without a doubt, is a one of the best quarterback talents, one of the best young quarterbacks we have in this league right now. And he's proven it three years as a starter for the Kansas City Chiefs. I was talking about this with Craig, who is a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan. Um, Pat Mahomes is in the best situation possible as a quarterback. If you put Pat Mahomes on any other team in the NFL, I do like the Bucks. I, I don't believe he has the success that he has in Kansas City in his first three seasons. An MVP season, a Super Bowl championship, and now looking for a second in consecutive. Name me another team where you put Pat Mahomes on that he has the same amount of success because he doesn't have the weapons like Tyreek Hill, like Travis Kelsey, with yet again, like I said, a top 10 defense it's it's he, he's like I said I can't I can't fault him for that it's just a situation he was drafted in you know he's on that team they groomed him he has a head coach and offensive genius and Andy Reid I wish the Cowboys had some creativity like the Kansas City Chiefs do when calling plays but they have none and I envy that and the fact that Kansas City has that that's just one more you know aid to them they have so many different options and weapons they can do whether it's a level three yard shovel pass at uh, Travis Kelsey for a three yard touchdown whether it's an end around whether it's a double fake reverse screen wide receiver whip downfield flea flicker. They have the ability to do that because they have the guys on offense around them. Tyree kills the fastest in the game. I don't know if you guys knew that Travis Kelsey has had this is going to be his fifth year with a thousand plus receiving yards. And he was doing that with Alex Smith too. Pat Mahomes. Obviously, Kelsey's stats go up a little bit better because Mahomes is a better talent than Alex Smith is. And we've seen that in three seasons. Um, with the supporting Cassie has and the offensive line as well, he's just been in prime position to succeed. And he's, he's lived up to that and has done that. And you can't fault that against him. Do I think if you put another quarterback in his situation, they'd be just as good? Yes. If you put Deshaun Watson on the Kansas City Chiefs, I think he can have just as good a success as Pat Mahomes, and I don't see why not. Do you guys have an argument against that? Because Jesus is on the phone right now talking to Uncle Paul.
0: Are you fucking kidding me, Souza? No, look, I mean, it's very difficult to argue that Patrick Mahomes would not be the player that he is without, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill. I mean, obviously, there are two of them. I mean, it's hard hard to argue against that. I mean, obviously, he's going to be better. What we don't know, right, is if Patrick Mahomes is similar – to what Brady could do, where like Brady could take someone who maybe wasn't that good and make them into a really good player. Yeah, because uh,
1: Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey were already established as, as really good players exactly. before. Exactly. Pat so Moulton, it's
0: it's, so. it's tough to argue against that. I mean, there's not really any proof otherwise, you know. What I mean, unless like Tyreek Hill, you know, left and signed somewhere else and Kelsey got hurt or something, you know, what I mean, you wouldn't be able. To, to really tell, um, like I said,
1: there's there's not there's not many quarterbacks in the league who would thrive in this situation like Pat Mahomes does. There's only a few. Like I said, Deshaun Watson's one of them. If you put Aaron Rodgers on the Chiefs, I think he would just be as similar to Pat Mahomes, you know, as far as a success. Um. But yeah, I I, th- I think it, it gets, you know, Mahomes' statistics. They, they show himself as accolades to MVP, Super Bowl champ, but. There's just got to be a tad thing where it's like, okay, we need we need to pump the brakes a little bit because Mahomes is great. He's the half a million dollar man. And I expect him to continue his greatness as the years go on. And he continues to thrive as an NFL quarterback. He gets smarter. He learns how to read defenses. The best thing I want to say about Pat Mahomes right now, and it, it is stunning at this stage in his career as a quarterback, is his decision making. He might have the best decision making in the league as far as the throws that he makes, as far as not turning the ball over, making the right passes, w- like taking what the defense gives you, and then having talent just to go around that. Like any wide receiver, you throw a five-yard slant to them, okay, it's a good pass. Tyree Kill could turn a five-yard slant to a 30-yard gain. That, that's why some of his stats are inflated because of the talent he has around them. Travis Kelsey, this year, thirds in yards after catch. So yak, yards that you get after receiving the ball after making the catch. Um third in the league. He's a tight end. That's counting all receivers. Uh Tyreek Hill, he's 19th in the actual top 20. So he has two top 20 receivers in yards after catch. Like it's like I said the talent around him offensively is great and that just boosts Mahomes' potential. But like I said it's it's if you put him on any other team, I don't think he has the success as far as Super Bowl victory Maybe an MVP season, but I, I just think it's it's at his at its peak in Kansas City with everything culminating around him as far as offensive talent goes, head coaching, play calling. It can't get better for Pat Mahomes of being in Kansas City.
2: How many quarterbacks could you put on the Chiefs and expect the same results from Kelsey? I, I just Tyrese? said not not
1: that many. I, I I would put Deshaun Watson there. I'd say Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna say Lamar because Lamar doesn't have the arm talent
2: that Mahomes Tom Brady. Does. Tom Brady? My, I don't see why not. It's tough because we're we're not gonna see Mahomes on another team. We didn't think Tom Brady could do this with the fuck. We didn't think Tom Brady could do this with the Bucks, but maybe Mahomes could. You're thinking he could he might not, but maybe he I'm could. saying
1: I'm saying he could, but it's just I don't think it would get any better than what he has in Kansas City. Like, like yeah, Kansas City is the best possible
2: situation for him in the league. We'll see. He's still new. He's only. This is only uh, what thirty year. Wait yep. till he's in twenty years into his into his career. We'll, we'll see what happens. That's what
1: I'm saying, and, and that's why part of me is rooting for. Well, I guess I am rooting for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl against the Bucs because I want to see, and Mahomes has to win this. He has to because if you let Tom Brady get this victory head-to-head that's only going to add to Tom Brady's legacy and literally cement him as the greatest having a Super Bowl head-to-head win against him. Mahomes needs to win this. Mahomes right now, think of what he's done in two seasons as a starting quarterback. MVP, Super Bowl champion. Guys go careers in the NFL without achieving that feat. What did he do signing a a half-a-billion-dollar contract for how many years? Fucking 10 years, a decade? He's chasing... Legacy of Tom Brady. That's that's the that's the only thing that Mahomes has to do that's left in his career. He's been MVP, he's been super bowl champion. Now is when you start chasing ghosts, and in this case, it's Tom Brady. And if Tom Brady puts another notch in his belt, and this time head to head against Mahomes, it's gonna be that much harder for Pat Mahomes to catch him. We thought Russell Wilson was on early pace to do that when he had a Super Bowl victory, he got back to the Super Bowl again. And went head-to-head to head with Tom Brady. And Tom Brady ended that real quick. And now Russ hasn't been back to the Super Bowl since. Hasn't been back to the NFC Championship since.
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure a loss to Tom Brady wouldn't be that dramatic. I'm sure they'd be back. But he, he definitely needs, for his story, he definitely needs to beat Tom he Brady. Needs
1: it. He needs it because right now he's on pace. If, you, if you're Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and this team that you've assembled right now, Everyone wants to stick around. They know the goal. They want to win Super Bowls consecutively. They want to chase what the Patriots have built the last 20 years, that dynasty, because nobody else has ever done that. Now, when you look at teams and what they're trying to build, what do you have to chase? That's what you have to chase. That's the measuring stick. The Patriots have set up that measuring stick for 20 years, that dynasty to have. And now the Chiefs have a chance to do that in the future. That's why you lock up Pat Mahomes for 10 years. Pat Mahomes could have signed a half a billion dollar contract for five years and made the Chiefs pay more for him after, you know, the cap goes up, the uh, AAV goes up for starting quarterbacks. If Pat Mahomes went in for the money, that's what I would have done. I would have took a four- or five-year deal, give me the money that he would have earned now, and i get more money after. Pat Mahomes knows that it takes more than that to build a dynasty. And like I said, that's what he's trying to do here. He needs to win the Super Bowl. This is the biggest game of yeah, his he career. does. Because the I,
2: difference between him losing and winning is it's it's very it's a big big difference in, in his story and his career. Because you know what if he loses, right? And then he never gets the chance to face Tom Brady again. Tom Brady retires and you're always like he just right. could never beat Tom. So All right, so of-
0: are we uh are we concluding our talk
1: with Patrick?
2: Anything else to add talk to that? No conclusion. Um, I
1: hope you guys realize that. Um Tom Brady's great. It's just you know, overhyped on the accomplishments,
2: and Pat Mahomes is
1: just a tad overrated.
2: So you do believe that? I mean, Glenn's like,
0: huh? I think I actually convinced myself.
1: (laughs) You know, Um, you talked to me long enough. I'll tell you that, uh, (laughs) fucking. I don't even know. (laughs) I was trying to think of an analogy. I can oh, turn I think, chicken, uh, chicken shit into chicken salad is what I'm – What There I can. you go. Hmm. That's, so I
2: how think, I,
1: that's how I make all my fantasy trades. Yeah.
2: Oh, God. I do the opposite
1: with my one fantasy trade. Anything anything else to say, boys, before we head into the Super Bowl? And like I said, this probably be the uh, last podcast for a little bit. It's been a hell of a season. We had a toilet bowl matchup for the ages, and uh, – 2020 is in it's about to be in the books we're on to 2021 well technically well, it was on to
0: 2021 like at the end of the fantasy. well officially
1: season. this is the last okay. game of, of like the week eight to 21 season so anything you want to add anything you want to say to uh
0: roster? yeah well real quick i think we should
1: talk about uh
0: matthew stafford and jared goff
2: oh yeah news getting traded oh, yeah, the news with susan uh Right, this just in: uh, Matthew Stafford going to the Rams, and Goff to the Lions. I feel like you rarely see that kind of move, where it's like a one-for-one one plus extra scraps. Plus, yeah. plus a
1: lot extra. They gave up Goff and first-round picks to get Matt Stafford. Yeah, the Rams. The
0: but Rams don't got rid of, of have his contract too for like the next six seasons or something.
1: And they haven't had one in like the past six seasons. Um, and you know, Matt Stafford's no spring chicken. It's not like they're trading for their franchise quarterback, you know. Like how, how, much, how much more times Matt Stafford have in this league? It's a big investment. Matt
0: Stafford, yeah.
1: As he, far as I he guy also that he, has a
0: go ahead. A, yeah, I was just gonna say he has a, just to further uh cement what you're saying about him being older, he also has a back injury, which was the same back injury that knocked Tony Romo out. Uh, of the NFL a little bit prematurely. Oh, so I, sorry. I, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's concerning. Um, the Patriots wanted to look at him. I, you know, I would have been fine. Matt Stafford be the quarterback for next year. I think he's pretty decent. So,
2: yeah, I'm actually really excited And any type of, and what really the, sh- the shed a light on the situation for me personally, is that any love that I may have had, for the lions which you guys love to say i'm a lions fan and i'm not a lions fan per se but i do i do uh give them credit i do like to root for them a little bit um because they're just always an underdog and freaking 12 seasons or whatever but when when stafford left and i saw that trade i realized i think i'm just a mass stafford fan <laughs> Cause I really want him to like. I really want to see what he can do with the Rams out of the fucking the bad luck Lions that they have. Like yeah. I want to see what he can do without that team. And and Mason saying that he if he went to the Patriots that almost got me hard. Uh,
1: <laughs> I it, I think I think it's a lot better situation with the Rams than the Patriots for Matt Stafford. And I, I believe yeah, that.
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I but think just... the
1: Patriots. I think Matt Stafford came out and said that he he said you could trade me anywhere besides New England.
2: Oh yeah, he did say that. What an asshole! Yeah, that pained me a little bit. He knew I'd like that. He's and, thirty-two. He's got time. Well, yeah, I mean, it, you know, God willing,
1: but and I, I think now it's tough. I, I, I wish this trade happened like five years earlier, because then we'd really see, you know, Matt Stafford's potential. Like I said, you know, he's thirty-two, but, anyways, the defense that the Rams have. Think about when they made their Super Bowl appearance. What was? What couldn't they do in the Super Bowl? Fucking put up points. Get Matt yeah, golf isn't Matt Stafford. Now you got Matt Stafford. He had Galladay. He had Megatron for most of his career as well. But now you're giving him Robert Woods. You're giving him Cooper Cup. Give him Cam Akers. I mean, we'll see what happens. And now you're giving him a defense, too.
2: And a coach.
1: And a coach. A solidified coach. Even though Sean McVay, eh, not a big fan of him. think he's a tad overrated as well. Uh, he was a
2: one-hit wonder that year. Yeah.
1: I mean, well, I say that, but they're also a game away from the NFC Championship this year. Um, we'll see. Uh, Deshaun Watson reportedly wants out of Houston, but Houston has no plans to trade him. How do you guys feel about that? Are you on Deshaun, Are you on Team Watson or are you on Team Houston?
0: Um. I'm Team Watson, personally. I feel like a lot of people think that he's being a petulant
1: child, but... Uh, I'm going to say that. I feel like he is. I, what? I'm going to say that he's being a petulant child.
0: No, see, all right. The reason why I disagree with that is because Houston's organization is absolutely fucked because of Jack Easterby being a complete dickhead. Who? You guys haven't heard about him? Easterby? He's like, yeah, Jack Easterby. No, I haven't. He has basically fucked up the entire operations over there by fucking putting his mitts where they don't belong in their in their organization's processes.
2: Um, Who is
1: that?
0: I think he's like – isn't he like the owner or something?
1: Oh. So when did – I, I want to know a timeline of things. When did the son, uh, Deshaun Watson sign his extension? Was it before the season started?
0: No, I was – wasn't it before they traded –
1: DeAndre. Was it before they traded DeAndre? I thought it was right before as the season started. I
0: thought they I, yeah, I thought it was before.
2: Hold on. It's fine though. Everyone get to your computer. Uh September fifth, twenty twenty is an article on it. On what? His extension? Yeah. Well, four years, one hundred sixty million dollar extension. Uh all right. Yeah,
1: you know, September fifth. Case in point right there.
2: September fifth, yeah, right before the season.
1: Case in point, right there. You signed an extension. This, this, this is the franchise that drafted you, gave you the opportunity to be the starting quarterback. You shined in that role. You earned this money. You signed the extension, and you play for this team through thick and thin. This isn't. This isn't. And I hate this. I hate when NBA players do this. You know, they, they basically asked to be traded from their team because they, they want to hold the power in the league. And and I'm not saying the owners should hold the power either, but at the end of the day, it's your job to play football. You signed a contract for this team. If it's not in the team's best interest to trade you, why should they? You, you know, you you signed the contract yeah. to play football for that team. I don't blame the Houston Texans. I blame the Houston Texans for a lot of things. They fucked up their organization pretty damn good with Bill O'Brien, all the shit that they have done trading away DeAndre Hopkins. What they did right – was extend De- uh, Deshaun Watson because he's that dude. He's the talent. He's great. I understand his frustration, Deshaun Watson, but to voice your opinion and, and, and ask for a trade—that's that's a slap in the face. You know, that's like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm actually I'm
0: actually not team Deshaun Watson anymore because I hinged it completely on the fact that they traded with DeAndre Hopkins after he signed his extension. So, Deshaun, uh, you read it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why he signed that extension.
1: Uh, that's the thing. If you can, if you, if the you writing's saw the on the wall, Right. if you saw the writing on the wall saying, okay, they just traded my best weapon probably one of the best weapons in the league. Deandre Hopkins. What am I going to do now?
2: That's that money talks. Statistically,
1: yeah. statistically he went out and balled this year when a lot of people didn't think he would, because he didn't have Deandre Hopkins. This is one of his best seasons so far this year. Um, could have been a possible MVP candidate if the Texans were a little bit better, but they didn't have the team. They also had a very tough schedule. People forget that. Um, but to, to but, like I said, to request a trade after one season of you just signing your extension, that, that, I feel like there's got to be more to it than just the way that the team's constructed because that that's that's ridiculous. You know, you're the franchise player. And that's, like I said, I hate when teams do that. When James Harden basically did that in Houston, after all these years of playing for them and now he, he wants to get out of Houston, it's like, no, like you, you, you got this money to play for that team. That's what they got you for. It's like, just if if you want to leave, fine, leave, leave when your contract's up, sign up, sign as a free agent somewhere. Yeah. But to request a trade, it's like, all right. I'm not going to say it's a coward way out, but kind of is. Yeah.
2: He signed the dotted line. I think he just might've
1: overestimated
2: how,
0: or underestimated how bad the team is going to be without Hopkins there.
1: And but but like I said, statistically, he had a great season. The offense wasn't that bad. It's just the defense not that good. And, and they can't put it together as a team. They just they fired their head coach what mid season or beginning of the season? Yeah. Um I just think there's a lot of organizational He requested the organizational... trade. trade before they hired this new head coach too, so who fucking knows? But I mean, yeah. Enough's enough. If, if you're going to trade him, tra- like trade him. But if I'm Houston, I'm going to say no. I think
0: if it has more personally, I
1: think it might have more to do
0: with off the field issues with the organization rather uh, than actual on the field issues. And I
1: can see that we don't know all the details. If there's something that's personally wrong and how they're treating Deshaun Watson, then okay. It might be justified. But if it's just based on, you know, the roster decisions and the team success fucking quarterbacks have gone years. You know, not not competing in the NFL and still made their money. Look at Matt Matt Stafford's a prime example of that. Talk about loyalty.
2: Yeah. You know, what they, if it they, comes? What if it comes out that they nugget his backpack every day? <laughs> I mean that that's just something you got to get over. I did that four years in high school.
1: You know, I mean he can put up with it. But I mean, if it's real bad, then obviously that's something else to talk about. But I haven't seen any news broken yet. And if there is news that's broken, that's really bad. And Deshaun Watson, you know. Has every right to request a trade. I'll take back what I said. But to this point, it just sounds like a lot of baby shit. Baby shit. Yeah,
2: I'm sure if there yeah. was something deeper or personal going on, that uh, you know maybe it would come out once people start harping on him, kind of like we are right now. If people start calling him a crybaby because he wants to request a trade after one down year after signing an extension, he might defend himself by bringing up that uh, further details. But I don't know. Probably not. Probably just didn't think David Johnson was gonna be this bad. Right. And last thing to wrap up this podcast, every day that
1: goes by that Dak Prescott doesn't have an extension signed with the Dallas Cowboys is a day that I lose off my life. And the days are winding down, boys.
2: <laughs> He's damaged goods. What's that? He is damaged goods. Are you fucking Jerry Jones or in a Matthew Sousa mask? <laughs> He's probably like, see, I told you, look at him. He can't even stand up. Yo, I, now, now you just made it personal. Now you need to wait a whole nother year to see if this injury is going to affect him long term. You got to see if he can get over the injury, when, come back strong. Oh, man. Then you can maybe give him. This time, up.
1: this time next year, when Dak Prescott's the starting quarterback of the Super Bowl uh, oh. NFC champion Cowboys, I mean, I'm going to make a t shirt that says damaged Goods, and you're going to wear it. For 365 days straight,
2: <laughs> our pits are going to be yellow and yep. nasty. And you're going to be the damaged goods.
1: All right, all right. But um, that's it. I'm done. I've said what I wanted to say. This was a good two week build up, dispute the spew mm. of bullshit that's been on our brains. And hopefully, it was a good listen for you at home or in your car or in your den or in your basement or in your attic or in your. Maybe mars- you're going for a
0: jog or. Or, I don't know. You're maybe you're your listening dog. to this
2: at your Super Bowl party.
0: Yeah, maybe this is your pregame. Your Super I Bowl. would,
2: yeah, blast this and drink with your <laughs> friends instead of music. They want to hear our opinions on the Super Bowl.
1: Good news, too. Um If you're listening to this first time on Spotify, you've been missing out for fucking almost 85 episodes, but we're on Spotify now. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, so we're extending our branch here. Android users, you now get the privilege to listen to the Seller Seller Podcast. I mean, you could before if you had SoundCloud, but I guess Spotify is all all the rage these days. Um, Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. We're going to keep doing stuff. um, Still working on getting the Snapchat going. Yeah, Mason's been slapping. that. We we might... We might. I. I think I might have started a TikTok. But I haven't posted anything.
2: Uh-oh. I think Susan
1: was going to work on the OnlyFans account. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just call um, up Paul. I'm sure he'll have plenty of ideas. But we'll be we'll be back in the off season. We'll we'll do a couple offseason pods, and then we wish you the best of luck heading into next season. Best of luck to the AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs nfc champion tampa bay buccaneers and boys i hope it is a super bowl to remember and good luck to craig and
2: zach oh yeah good luck gentlemen
1: what what are you shaking your head for you want to say something i hate thinking
2: about how i hate thinking about how craig last year won fantasy and his chiefs won a championship and now he won fantasy again and his chiefs might win a championship again this is susie you just gotta let him have his moments he already had his moment. Right. Why moment. does he need two moments back-to-back? Patriots fans moment? have had
1: six moments. Yeah, well, you haven't had your moment yet, Susan. The Lions, though, with Jared Goff, you might get your moment this year. <laughs> oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> um, Zach, Zach, I mean, I feel for you, buddy. You, you might you might need this. This is, this is the loyalty I'm talking about. Your brother, Jake, can't say he's loyal. Can't say he's loyal at all. He's not a real Floridian. He's going to root for the New England Patriots while you stuck out, rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's go. I'm, I'm i support you even though I picked the Chiefs. Um, Craig, let him have it. He's won one fantasy championships, one Chiefs. What else you got going on? Nothing. <laughs> so uh, Craig, I love you, buddy. Have to get him on the pot again, but then again it would be too soon. Mason? Yeah,
0: sorry. I thought someone was breaking into my house, but it was just branding. <laughs>
1: That's whoops i would call the police um all right boys that is all for today tonight for the next few weeks maybe the next few months maybe it's a little, maybe we won't even do any off-season podcast we'll just leave you Hi. and then yeah uh, people want them stars. more
2: blue balls
1: yeah i know i love that nice um guys let's get the fuck out of here
0: bye-bye